The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm Andy Demetra. We'll be joined this hour by your head coach, Josh Pastor. One more game to catch your Yellow Jackets in McCain as she comes Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Senior night, Georgia Tech versus Pittsburgh. A chance not only to avenge a loss to the Panthers earlier in ACC play, but a chance to secure at least a 500 record in the ACC and a sixth straight home conference win, something that hasn't happened here since 1996. Look forward to you creating atmosphere on Wednesday. Look forward to you being part of the conversation tonight. 866-477-7020. You can also chime in on Twitter using the hashtag GT60. Without further ado, let's welcome in the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Coach Pastor. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Andy. Thanks uh, for having me as always. And uh, um, <clears throat> This is our fourth year, obviously uh, coming to the end of the fourth year, but of doing this with you, me, and, and Miller. And uh, um, I've really enjoyed our Monday nights. I, you know, I've, I've, you know, what's interesting is some coaches, you know, they dread doing the, doing the radio show or TV show or league meeting. I'm the other way. I'm like, I don't take these things for granted. Moose, our famous sports information director, Mike Stamus, uh, who's nicknamed Moose, um, who's, you know, who's, uh, uh, is here with us as well today, but but you know he knows this. Like I, I love doing the teleconferences for the ACC. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I look at all this stuff as part of being a head coach. I don't take it for granted. I love it all, and um, uh, I, I, I enjoy being with everybody. And so, uh, I'm glad to do that. Let, let's open up about the decision sure. today and just talk so we get that out and open. And of course, callers, fans, you're more than welcome to tweet Andy and ask any questions or to uh, or tweet the show and. Uh, Call in and and and, um, and and talk freely and 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 go from there. So um, the decision today, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the decision today was that we were going to um, um, accept the ban for this year for the for for the uh, uh, not playing in postseason, um, and instead of waiting for the appeal, the decision to come out, which was going to be you know later on. So. Um, uh, our administration today said, "Hey, look, we're just going to right now to do what's best for the program, for the especially for the following year, uh, because of our team and how we've played. We don't want to upset any of that, and we're just let's just take the, the hit right now. It really stinks for this. Obviously, the two seniors in um, James Banks and Shambari Phillips, because two phenomenal young men." Um, who've busted their rear ends for this program and, uh, and, and not being able to go, you know, play in the postseason. Um, it stinks for everybody, but it especially stinks for, you know, them. It's the seniors, you know, because everyone else will have another chance at it. So um, it, it's, it's really uh, uh, no fun for the seniors. Uh, but those guys are such great guys and are just good people that they've they they understood the situation with the administration and 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 um, and we respect the decision by the administration and um and so um um you know this is good to, when i say good it's good to get all the stuff behind us so we can just move forward we still got two great games this week 
Um, um, and, um, and so we got a lot to play for, which we'll talk in a second. But after this week, we can now just don't have to worry about anything going into next season with, with any, uh, you know, any um, penalties or anything like that. Our, our focus can be we've a clear slate. There's no cloud. We're just moving forward. And, um, and, and that's an exciting thing. So um, I just want to bring that up. And, and some people have asked, well, okay, why couldn't you play in the ACC tournament and just then not play in the postseason in the NIT or the NC2A? And just for clarity, uh, what's considered postseason is also the ACC tournament. So if we were allowed to play in the ACC tournament and not do that, we would. But part of that is all, includes um, the uh, uh, both the ACC and then the NCA or NIT. So it's all it's all inclusive. So the penalties were stayed while the appeal was Correct. being adjudicated. And based on the timeline, you don't anticipate a decision on the appeal until late spring. So, Could be even in the summer, possibly, yeah. Exactly. So th- this seemed to be a case where you didn't want to jeopardize your postseason chances for next year when, if you think about it, Jose Alvarado will be a senior. Moses Wright will be a senior. Michael DeVoe will be a junior. Jordan Usher is a senior. Bubba Parham is a senior. Almost your entire roster, save James Banks and Shimbari Phillips, will be intact. And you don't want to run the risk of jeopardizing what could be an NCAA tournament team next year. Yeah, I mean, you look at it that um, – um, um, you know, and and I'm sure the administration's weighing on that and thinking all these things because they, you know, what's unbelievable, and I've said this many times, privately and publicly, I think Todd Stansberry's the, just the best athletic director in the country, an incredible human being, and 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 President Cabrera has been absolutely awesome, and those guys just such enthusiasm for the team and and for our program, um, but uh, I mean the reality of it is you've got, like you said, you've got your whole basically your whole team back, and they and they are such for student athletes and they understood they they you know it's no fun for james and chambari i mean it, it it it's it's uh um you know it's a really t- it, it it stinks for them you know i mean you 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 love your seniors and you want your seniors to to to, ha- to be having a chance to experience um on everything and uh, the best we can do now moving forward with the seniors is to play the right way these last two games and try to get a two wins for them and to have a great home environment on Wednesday so we can send them both out on a great uh, um, you know an environment and feel on that on these uh, for this week and especially for Wednesday's home game so that was kind of the thing with it and um, uh, we're gonna I know our guys they're gonna play their tails off this week they're gonna continue to play we got a lot to play for Andy um, you know, we, we're sitting here at 9-9. Nine and nine. If we win both games this week, you can't – if you win Wednesday and Friday, you gotta, you, you're got you going to finish fifth place in the ACC. You're going to finish fifth place, which um, take out all the tiebreaker. You're, you're going to be in fifth place. That being said, that I don't know uh, how long that's been, you know – I don't know what was us. What was our highest finish before? Was it 2004? I, I, Mike but, Samus will be efforting that information, okay, but we know that if you do win out this week, that'd be 11 and nine. It'd be your first winning record in conference play since 2004. Yep, and only a few times uh, has there been even a 500 record. You know, or I mean, you know, so um, even to be able to get to, you can't get to 11 and nine if you don't take care of Wednesday to get to 10. Um, but. Uh, um, there's a lot to play for, and, and um, you know stuff that hasn't been done at Georgia Tech a, a long time. And actually, in our meeting today, when we met with the team and Mr. Stansberry and Marvin Lewis, um, uh, we're in our in our uh, locker room to meet with the team. And Todd, Mr. Stansberry, gave great words, and 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 actually Mike Stamus was there too. And he actually gave a after those guys after Mr. Stansberry had left and 
um, um, and Marvin had left. I mean, Mike Stamus actually told the guys. He said he 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 told which was really really good. Said, hey man, just for your historical perspective, things haven't been done here at Georgia Tech in a long long time. That you have an opportunity to do so, and obviously, you know, Mike Stamus has been here a long time. Um, and uh, so that being said, you know, hey, there's a lot to play for over this week, and so. Um, you know, we had a good week last week. Anytime you're two and zero in the ACC, it's a great thing. We're sitting here at nine and nine. We had, uh, uh, and we can talk a little more about it in the next segment, obviously. But uh, we can talk about the Clemson game on on Tuesday, and then the Miami game on Saturday. Yeah, obviously the, the withdrawal of the. Uh, appeal for the postseason ban. It's the story, but it's not the only story. We certainly want to look back at a very successful last week for Georgia Tech, knocking off Clemson, knocking off Miami. Even though you caused some anxious moments down the stretch, a 2-0 week at McCamish and setting the table now for senior night Wednesday at 9 p.m. versus the Pitt Panthers. Again, 866-477-7020, the number to call. The hashtag on Twitter is GT60. We'll take our first time out here. It is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CD sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans, come check out what everyone's been talking about. Grindhouse Killer Burgers was voted Atlanta's best burger by Creative Loafing for five years running. Featuring beef, turkey, veggie, and the all-new Impossible Burger. Choose sides such as onion rings, award-winning chili, fresh salads, and indulge in our milkshakes, including our famous boozy shake. Visit our five locations throughout Metro Atlanta, which include dozens of local craft beers, wine, a full liquor bar, tons of patio seating, and TVs playing sports and cult movie classics. Live fast, eat well. Grindhouse Killer Burgers. Today, breaking news on the Yellow Jackets. There's no better source than RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com provides detailed content and results on all Georgia Tech teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcasts, and in-depth interviews about the Jackets, RamblinRec.com is your complete online source for Yellow Jacket sports news when you just have to know. Visit RamblinRec.com and make it your start page each time you log on to the web. Go to the source. Go to RamblinRec.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, 
Taste the feeling. Andy Demetra, Josh Pastners, who we welcome you back to GT60 866-477-7020. It's Georgia Tank versus Pittsburgh Wednesday night at McCamish, the home finale for your Yellow Jackets as they look to avenge that loss early in February at the Peterson Event Center. And this uh, the backdrop of that is the win over Miami on Saturday in which you opened up the 20-point lead. Miami roared back regain the lead but an 8-0 run to close it out over the last 341 and you wind up winning 63-57 what allowed you guys to get your bearings defensively down the stretch get back ahead and finally pull away yeah no <clears throat> talk about a tale of two halves and um you, <clears throat> you know i um first of all miami's really talented they got a lot of good guard play obviously uh we really once again defended at a high at a at a high level um, we scored the ball at a high level in that first half. Um, second half, it was just one of those things. And I think for our team, the next thing that we need to be able to handle uh, or be better at is being able to handle success. Um, that is something that great teams are able to do is handle success. And we've shown this year that we haven't done a great job of that, whether it's coming out of halftime after big leads or maybe having a you know, win a couple games in a row and then not being able to put that next game together. Handling success is part of growing as a program. Um, and so that just comes with maturity and understanding that. So that's, an, that's another thing that we've got to be better about. But, you know, look, it was a tale of two halves. In that second half, it was just – it was sort of weird, strange. I actually never felt that we were in we, – I always felt we were going to win the game. And, again, maybe that's just because I'm, I'm an optimist <laughs> – uh, but I, I, even when they were coming back, I thought we're still going to win the game. And we just got stuck where we couldn't score. We missed some shots. It seemed like they were really clogging the paint, they, too. They clogged the paint. They, didn't, they weren't guarding the guys on the perimeter. Um, we had a couple just careless turnovers. I thought we got casual, cute, and cool. And, you know, those things can be a recipe for disaster. And, when you're, you know, you're not playing – you know, um, you know the, the the local school down the street of you know the 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 forty and over league team. You know what I'm saying? So this is an ACC team, and if you try to get casual, cute, and 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 cool, you've got a chance to allow the team to to be able to make shots and come back and and uh, and you know what they did is took the lead. Now I was really proud of our guys, Andy, to be able to get down like that to find a way how we won. It's not an easy way to do that because you lose that lead and all of a sudden you, you, you're about to lose the game or in a sense you lose that lead and you're like you're just in a kind of in a funk and you can't snap out of it. And then we found a way that we were able to get the win. And, and, and we had five, three stops in a row, five kills going into the last media timeout just like we'd had against Louisville. And we found a way to get a win because we got stops. We executed really at a high clip in the last media timeout, and we got two kills to give us to a seven. And didn't you have five kills going into the last media break it versus NC State? NC State, and yeah. and, and uh, we had it against Clemson too. And uh, we were able to achieve all that to get to seven in all those games, and that's a big thing for us. As you know, I'm always about that. So let me tell you why we won the game versus Miami, even with them on that, them having the comeback. Two things. We got the seven kills, which is five, three, um, seven stops in a row. And we got 18 offensive rebounds. Yeah. We really imposed our will on the offensive glass. That's been a big thing for me, for us. I mean, if you came to our shoot-around on Saturday, I mean, it was a full-fledged tape, pre I mean, just, you know, slugfest on offensive glass work, and it paid off on – it paid off into that uh, – 
um, uh, you know, in the game because of the way we offensive rebounded, saved us, gave us a lot of extra possessions. Highest re- offensive rebounding percentage of the season for your team versus Miami. James Banks had seven offensive boards, had his first double-double since the game in South Bend in late January, 13 points, 14 rebounds. In what ways was James so critical to that win? Yeah, James was really good, Andy. I mean, just his his motor. I thought his motor was really, really good for us. Um, he just he played at a really, really high level motor-wise. Um, uh, second effort, third effort. And I know James can get frustrated at times where maybe he's not getting the ball as much, and I understand that. Uh, because, you know, during mid-year, we changed our offense. We changed a lot of things. We changed our offense. We've done more man-to-man. We've done more man-to-man than 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 we have maybe in a long time. And not playing as much zone. And we've been, you know, right now if you look at our numbers, we're third in the country in three-point uh, defense. Third in the country. We're tw- today we are 22nd in the country in overall field goal de- in overall defensive efficiency. As always, we're a really good defensive team. The thing that was caught up to us is our offense, and we made that change at mid-year, right during that Christmas time. And I think we're fourth in the league right now in three-point shooting, or fourth, if I'm not mistaken, or fourth in offensive efficiency. Am I right on that? I mean, that's best Georgia Tech's been offensively in this league in a long time. I think we're eighth in three-point shooting. I mean, we're, we're, we've become a good offensive team. And, um, and that's one of the things that we adjusted was about instead of sending four guys back on the glass only sending th- uh, only sending two and sending three guys to the to the offensive rebound. Yeah, James had that broad smile on his face though afterwards. And I was worried when he went out of the game with the shoulder. Yeah. You know, with, with, if you remember that was that was that the Clemson game or my, no, no, that, that my, was Miami. That was Miami. Yeah, and so I was worried about that, but he came back and he was just a force with us blocking shots and just altering the game. Once again, had some had multiple steals. You know, uh, can I say the stat about Alvarado? Yeah, seven steals. Only that's seven steals against an ACC opponent has been only done five times in the history of the in the history of Georgia Tech versus an ACC opponent. Jose Alvarado's got seven steals twice. Mark Price has got twice of seven steals, and then I don't know the other person. There's no other person. Oh, it was only four times. So only five times heading into this year where a Georgia Tech player has recorded seven or more steals versus an ACC opponent. Jose now has two in the last nine games Under, okay. overall, conference and non-conference. Jose Alvarado, Mark Price, the only two players in school history with two games of seven or more steals. Jose broke Kenny Anderson's school record, had nine steals in the game versus NC State, marked his versus Clemson and Texas A&M. So Jose, uh, if you look at it that way, he's the only player in Georgia Tech history with two separate games of seven or more steals versus ACC opponents. That's awesome. Yeah, and well, seven big ones against Miami. James, you'll want to honor him on his senior night Wednesday, 9 p.m. Look forward to you being here at McCamish. We'll be on the air with our pregame show at 8.30. Again, the number to call tonight, 866-477-7020. The hashtag on Twitter, if you're of that persuasion, is GT60. And GT60 is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We're back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part of Warner. 
Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms, and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Hyatt Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HyattRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTech. Hyatt Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. It is GT60 on this Monday night. Andy Demetra and Josh Pastor. And what I, I really appreciate about you, Coach, is uh, you don't mind being a, a transparent coach. Through the highs and through the lows, you tackled everything and from everyone, even when the news isn't uh, cheery like it was earlier today. So on that note, let's go out to the phone lines. I know you want to hear from the Georgia Tech yep, fans absolutely. tonight. And we'll begin with David in Atlanta joining us again. David, welcome in. Go ahead with your question for head coach Josh Pastor. Gee, thanks for taking my call. A uh, couple things. First, congratulations on the last couple of victories. I know everybody's excited about that. Uh, I was shocked uh, when you made the announcement about the accepting that postseason ban and i i got to in fact i know your your players are uh so good luck getting through and and best of luck in the next couple of games my question though is you mentioned the postseason ban this year my understanding was that the ncaa ncaa actually had two penalties one was postseason ban and then the other was a limitation on scholarships and you didn't mention what the impact of this acceptance is on that i'll hang up and listen Yep, no, thanks, David. And just before I even answer that, you know, Andy, uh, it's been very important to me. And you know when, when you got here, when you and I started the show together, I said I want to do it live and I want to be transparent because I've always said this is Yellow Jacket Nation's team. And I want them to, you know, I, when people are emotionally invested, so I, I want them to 
when they, when when we lose, I want them to call in and be upset because, you know, or when we win, I want them to feel that jubilation and enthusiasm and excitement. So, um, you know me well enough that I that this has been important to kind of continue to to make the, the the program feel that that this is a community's program. It's you know, and and everyone's part of it. Um, David, yeah. So a, a few things. Yeah, of course. Everyone, when they, when you hear that announcement, it's a, it's it's a it's a punch. There's no doubt about that. There's no hiding around that. Of course, it's a shock. Uh, but we have such great guys and such great young men. Uh, we actually had a really good practice today. Which it's interesting. We had a great practice today. They had really good energy and enthusiasm. And when we found out back in September of 2019. That 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 this was one of the penalties, you know, and and the guys were. Sh- we ended up having a great practice too. We got a great bunch of young men, um, and we'll have to, you know. We'll, and I told our guys this is a great test of our character, and we 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 need to play the right way and try to win these games in honor of of Shambari Phillips and James Banks, but also for Georgia Tech, doing the right thing for Georgia Tech, and 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 we want to finish out as 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 well as we can and try to get to that fifth place spot. Um, yes, David, you're right. Um, so we, 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 we decided to remove the appeal on the ban of, of the, uh, for the postseason play just to take that right now so we don't have to worry about anything for next season. They are, uh, from my understanding, the administration's handling all this, David. It's, I, they've instructed me, you just coach and do your job and stay in your lane. So the bosses are, or my bosses are handling it all. But from my understanding, they will continue the appeal of the scholarship. There was two things. There was a, uh, a scholarship reduction, uh, which they'll continue that appeal. And then um, uh, about official visits, visits uh, during home games. And so th- those two things will be continued to be appealed. But... Um, those are really not, when I say not, tan- they still are important stuff. Uh, but for the kids, the current guys on the team, they don't, they don't see that or feel that as much as maybe, you know, like us as a staff understand that. So the biggest thing was that penalty of, the, of today was the main one. And But the good news is, again, I'm a guy that looks at the glass as overflowing. You know what I mean? I'm an overflowing guy. Um, you know, when we can, when the, when the ball is, when the clock uh, strike zero after the national championship game. We can go all in on next season, knowing there's nothing of worrying about a, a, a postseason or this or that. You know, let's be the best we can be and have a chance to, uh, you know, to. I don't even know where the final four is next year, but uh, is it in Indianapolis, Moose, or I don't know. But anyway, wherever it may be, uh, let's try to get ourselves on that train there and 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 find a way to get there. All right, David, thanks so much for the call. That opens up a line at 866-477-7020. Let's dive back into the phone calls. And Anthony from Orange County back again. Anthony, welcome back. And you're live with head coach Josh Pastor. Hey, Coach, uh, with the team playing its best basketball of the year, I am brokenhearted that a dream ACC run is off the table. But related to that and in lieu of that, can we expect the seniors to be rewarded on Wednesday and get a chance to see both of them start? And then a second question is, who would win a three-team tournament, the all-time team from Arizona, Memphis, or Georgia Tech? And, of course, you could only be a player at Arizona. Well, uh, thanks, Anthony. And your call last week was great. You had great stuff. Uh, Evan you know. Cole went two of three at the free throw line yes, versus I, Miami. I, 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 Clearly, I, Evan was paying attention to and, Anthony, and, and Anthony and, paying and, attention to Evan. Anthony, Anthony is our, our is our sort of unofficial coach, so I appreciate that Anthony gave us great insight and great intel. Um, and it helped us win some games last week. Um, yes, yeah, so good question about the senior days. 
Um, obviously, James Banks is already a starter. and I, uh, This is my 11th year as a head coach. I really have never started the seniors. Um, I, I haven't done that. However, it's prob- I don't want to lock myself in, but I probably is probably the right thing to do. Chambari Phillips has not played a lot this year, and it's not easy. He's a senior. He's handled himself extremely well. Um, his attitude, he's been a great team player. Um, he's been extremely positive. He's been great in practice. He was great today. I'm really proud of him. So pr- I, 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 I don't want to lock myself in, but I would probably lean that way to, 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 to give him the starting spot um, to allow him as a, you know, uh, a final send-off in a sense because of, because of how he's handled himself. So I'd be thinking about that for sure in, a, in a real strong way, uh, Anthony. And then the all-time great teams, I mean, that's – you look at all-time great teams at Georgia Tech who's just been, in, in, you know, just absolutely fantastic. I mean, Memphis, as you know, back in the day, Memphis State, when they would call it Memphis State, you know, some of the incredible teams there. And then obviously the University of Arizona – I, I, the only way I can go on is there's only out of those three teams, only one team won the national championship, and that's the 1997 um, Arizona Wildcats, which I was on. Um, so I would have to give that as our one nod, uh, just because of the end ending of it of winning six games. However, all three programs have been to multiple Final Fours and have had multiple pros and multiple great teams. Bold statement to make on GT60. Well, look, I was, that's a valid time. I mean, I was, yeah. I, I could, you know, I would always, <laughs> I, my, I, I'm a Georgia Tech guy through and through, but I can only go on one team, uh, and that's the only. If I had to separate somebody, it's the only team that's won the national title. Out of this now, league. if that all-time top five uh, team from Arizona included you. Then you could probably eliminate them from contention. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I, I was on the team that won the national well, championship, but um, if you had uh, to play, if I had to play, no, there's no. Uh, come on, you think I could guard Kenny Anderson or Stephon Marbury? I mean, it would be like, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. They would just, yeah. So no, I mean, the, you know, you know what's interesting is is think about it. I've been at all those three schools. Arizona, they used to call it point guard. They called it point guard. You Memphis, they called it guard. You and. And Georgia Tech, they call it point guard you too, guard you. I mean, they've all three schools they've been at. And what do I always say? What wins you games? It's a guards it's game. It's a guards game. Yeah. And that's because I've been at three schools where it's all about the guard play. That has been the unofficial slogan of Georgia yeah. Tech basketball and GT60 this year. It was a guards game on Saturday. Georgia Tech prevailed, though, 63-57 over Miami. They'll try to follow that up Wednesday night in another guard-dominated game versus Pittsburgh. We'll preview that later on. GT60 is brought to you by your Atlanta area BMW centers. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. We're back for more after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. 
And that's a different kind of energy. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Georgia Tech sports news. Log on to RamblinRec.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and scheduling information, and much more on the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. Plus, you can tune into live games and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Jackets team online and keep up with Georgia Tech sports news as it happens at RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. We forge on here on this Monday night, GT60, Josh Pastor, Andy Demetra, and you had said your team has now climbed into the top five nationally in three-point defense. You continue to put barbed wire around that three-point arc. Miami was the latest victim. The Hurricanes, two of 17 from three. And this is amazing. Over eight the first half. Yeah, two of eight to 17 from three. Your last three home games, Miami, season-worst three-point percentage. Clemson, 2 of 20, season-worst three-point percentage. And then Louisville, 3 of 24, season-worst three-point percentage. Your last four opponents, if you include Virginia Tech in that group, you've held them to a combined 13.1% from three. Why has the three-point defense been so stout lately? Well, we've won five straight home ACC games, and neither of those five games, in any of those five games, the team hasn't hit 60 points either. We've just been really good defensively. You know, you know, you look at our stats, even on our four years here, we've been a really good – I don't think last year we guarded the three as well as we had been, um, but we've guarded the three well. We're just – you know, right now we're playing at a high high rate defensively, and, and we've been getting multiple seven stops and seven kills. That's our big thing, getting three stops in a row uh, seven times. And, uh, you know, of course it's been emphasized. Uh, I think we do a good job – I use the terminology warring over the screen – um, you know, when there's a screen set, we don't go under, we go over, and we war over it. We have, I think Bubba Parham has become a really good defender. He came in not being a great defender and has really bought in and has been a really good defensive player. I think Michael DeVoe last week um, did his best job since he's been at Georgia Tech in back-to-back games defending and guarding. Um, he guarded, you know, on, on Wednesday against a really good player, Newman, and then um, uh, versus Clemson, and that was a good win. I know we haven't really talked a lot about it, but Clemson was a really good win. They're really good, and um, that was a good win for us. And uh, um, I thought Khalid Moore really played well in that game, hit a big three in that corner. Um, uh, Sims is a hard matchup. 
you know, to guard the kid from Clemson. We obviously play him again on Friday. But um, I thought James Banks's motor in that game was outstanding. I thought Jose Alvarado and Michael DeVoe hit some big shots late. Um, and so it was a really good win. I thought Jordan Usher's energy to start the game allowed guys to feed off of him. And then Moses Wright was was uh, was was really good uh, as well too. So um, that was a good win for us this week. But we've been guarding, and there and and what we've been doing really well. We have not had a good job in ball security, but we've been really good in in defense and been good on the offensive glass. So you believe the three point defense all begins with your guys' proficiency in warring over the screen. They're staying in front of ball handlers. They're not getting broken down. And it doesn't catch your defense in rotation where you're out of position to try to challenge a three. Do you think that's yeah? The, the I, main I think reason? that's part of it, and I think also having helping having James Banks yeah. in the back there blocking shots is a big thing too. All right, eight six six four seven seven seventy twenty. We'll go back to the lines. Michael in Cleveland, Georgia. Welcome in, Michael. You're live with head coach Josh Pastor. Thanks, coach. First, just like to congratulate you and the team, and how the team showed great resolve to come back and win that game after blowing a 20-point lead. I think it just shows the growth of the team over the year. The other question is kind of a frustration. Even though he's having a fantastic year, can't fault him for many things, is Michael DeVoe just seems to have a propensity to want to dribble into the lane. If he gets stopped going to the basket, he has to pick up his dribble, and we have a turnover. It just seems like he does that quite a bit over the course of the game. Just wondering. What do you discuss with him about that much dribbling? <laughs> yeah, well, Michael, thanks for the question and, and uh, appreciate the kind words. And you're right. I mean, you remember that stretch earlier in the year where we weren't real good. We That Syracuse, Ball State, that, that stretch, boy, it was a bad stretch. To, from where we were then to where we are now, we've, you know, we've really, really improved as a head coach. You know, you, you want to win every game. Um, but the next thing, if you're not, you, you, the next thing as a head coach is you want to see your team progress and get better, and and improve and continue to make the right strides. And I have talked about all, you know, since that time that we've got to just focus on the process and focus on these things, and we will get better. And it's nice to see um, some tangible results where we've gotten better and we've improved. And I'm proud of our team on that. The assistant coaches have done a great job on that. Regarding Michael Devoe, I really think he's one of the most improved players in the league. Um, he's a very talented young man. I thought last week he really, as I just mentioned earlier, he really defended, and uh, I thought he did a really good job You know, on the glass. I was really proud of last game versus Miami. Our three guards had 10 defensive guard rebounds, which that's huge for me. Michael DeVoe and Jose combined for nine of the 10. The game before versus Clemson, Michael DeVoe had six defensive guard rebounds. Anyone that knows me, that's that's big. Guards sticking their nose in there and coming up with defensive rebounds. But you're right, Michael's, Michael DeVoe, and I was just talking about this earlier today in our staff meeting, Michael DeVoe and Moses Wright, and I include Moses on this, have to be better with taking care of the ball and the turnovers. And, um, you know, since our adjustment offensively, James Banks' turnovers have lowered. We need Jordan Usher to, to do a better job of handling the ball, of, of not turning over. Moses Wright not turning over. But you're right, Michael gets in that paint. Sometimes he gets crowded by guys and being able to, as I call it, power pickups. And and he's got to be able to make the right play. So a lot of times you don't want to marry the defender. Like you don't want to get married to two people. Um, you want to get engaged. So I'm telling guys you want to engage with two two defenders, engage them, and then you've got to make the play. Um, and you got to make the open read. If you get married with two people, um, that's not good because then you're getting trapped 
So engage, don't fully commit and marry. Again, I'm, this isn't about relationships. So I'm not. I'm, I'm sticking to the straight path. But I use the terminology that your engagement, your engagement, but you're not. You're not at the altar. You know what I mean? Uh, where you get married, you've you know, you've have a, a, a you've got a signed contract in a sense. And so, in that engage, you're you're engaging too. And then we've got to make that next play. The open man's the go-to man. The go-to man's the open man. Once you can get deeper than that, and you've married, that's where you get the trap. And that's what happens, Mike. That's where he gets himself in trouble. And we had that turnover. Okay. Didn't expect to us to talk uh, polygamy in well, this segment, but it was nice. You never well, know where GT60 will take you. Well, you know what? If I, you know, if I need to, I can, I, I'm not ordained or anything, but if I need to uh, do a wedding, I could try to get that as well, too. All right. We, we understand the, uh, the, the cross uh, subject analogy there with Michael DeVoe, who, uh, in spite of that, did reach double figures. He and Jose Alvarado continued their streaks of consecutive games with a three-pointer. Jose, now 16 consecutive games with a made-three longest streak attack since Adam Smith went on a 24-game run to begin the 2015-2016 season. Does that, does that roll over to the following year or no? Does that... It was all in one season. All in one season. So will Jose's that will that record stay if he keeps two more this this week? And or how does that go? Uh, it might require a little more digging through the archives okay. for us to figure that out. Well, you know what? I it. like seeing those guitars being played. You know what I'm saying? You've you've grown to like the air guitar <laughs> celebration. And Jose, by the way, 998 career points entering Wednesday night's tip with Pittsburgh. We'll dive into a Coca-Cola ACC refresher on the other side of the break. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics, GT60. Is also presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Yellow Jackets. At Coca-Cola, ACC Refresher comes your way next on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us, it's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. 
Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Let's get you a Coca-Cola ACC refresher. One game in progress in the ACC. NC State's opened up a 36-30 lead over number 12 Duke at the two-minute mark of the first half. That game's a Cameron. Tuesday, pair of contests. Syracuse visits Boston College. Wake Forest is at North Carolina. And then alongside our game on Wednesday, it's Clemson and Virginia Tech. Virginia goes to Miami. Florida State is at Notre Dame. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. We continue on GT60 866-477-7020 and let's say hello to Norman in Dunwoody tonight. Norman, welcome in. You're live with head coach Josh Pastor. Hello, coach. Hello, Andy. Hello, Norman. Good to hear from you. Well, I just want to say uh, yes, I'm disappointed that uh, we're not going to the the extra games this year that uh, we hope for, but uh, I must admit, the, the game with Louisville and Clemson and Miami, those games, we really enjoyed them, and it had a, we had a good turnout. We had, I think, 13 people over the three games, so uh, they, they enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you, Norman, and it was, uh, <clears throat> those are good wins and good wins for the program, and we found a way to get it done. 13 satisfied customers. We like that, Norman. Are we going to see you on Wednesday versus Pitt? Well, I will be honest with you. We got a Bible study, and we 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 did all the five of us came down for the Louisville game, and we never trailed. But we're we're going to have to drop back to. <laughs> well, that's why we need you there. I think the good Lord. I I I got a direct line to the good Lord. He says, Norman, we need you at the game because you brought us good well, luck. I just got a call. He says he says Norman can miss the Bible study on Wednesday because we need you at the game, Norman. We need you. Well. We- We'll, we'll do our very best. <laughs> Norman, it's, it's hard to – now you know why the guy is such a good recruiter, right? Now you know why Josh is such a renowned recruiter. Uh, Norman, we really appreciate that. Thank uh, you, you know, Norman. You, you helped create such a great atmosphere over those three games, and it's no surprise they all coincided with Georgia Tech wins. The last time, folks, Georgia Tech – won six straight ACC home games. You have to go back to the ACC championship year, 1995-96, when the Jackets went undefeated at Alexander Memorial. And so anytime you can join that type of company, uh, it's hard to come by, it's hard-earned, and you guys with a win Wednesday over Pittsburgh can accomplish that. That's why, in spite of not being able to go to Greensboro, your team knows acutely that there are a lot of milestones that they want to accomplish. Absolutely. There's a lot to play for, um, as you mentioned, to be able to try to get to six straight ACC home wins would be an outstanding feat. Um, if you get that win on Wednesday, you've got yourself to guarantee to 500 in the league play. You've guaranteed yourself um, uh, you know, double-digit wins in league play. You've guaranteed yourself... No matter what that, yes, I know we're not going to the conference tournament, but 
our entire goal this year was to be nine because we've only we've got you know we my first year we finished eleventh, then thirteenth and tenth or eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, eleventh, twelfth, wait, eleventh, twelfth, tenth. The next state, I have been saying over and over and over, get out of the tenth place <laughs> arena, and we got to get to nine and up. And I, I would use, I would say, we don't need to be playing on Tuesday in the conference tournament. Kind of the same thing, and uh, um, so that's a big deal. So there's a lot to play for on Wednesday, um, and um, we just got to go get it done. We just got to go get it done, and and. Uh, be at a high level and uh, a lot to play for. One more question for you before we hit our last timeout. It is senior night. You'll be honoring Shimbari Phillips, your registered senior from Norcross, and James Banks, your registered senior from Decatur. They are part of your boomerang boys, guys who are from the Atlanta area, started their collegiate careers elsewhere, and then boomeranged back home. For those who don't know James the person, people know James the player, you are hard-pressed to find a more gregarious, outgoing, affable guy than James Banks, how has coaching him been unlike any other player that maybe you've coached throughout your, your career? Yeah, both. first of all, both young men, Shambari Phillips and James Banks are outstanding young men. Let me just talk on a little bit about both. Um, um, you know, uh, 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 James Banks. Did anyone see that article in the AJC a couple of weeks ago? Just an incredible article. If you want to Google it on James Banks and the AJC, and I'm not trying to – um, uh, give any free advertisement or anything, but I am saying that if you read that article, it's a really good article on James Banks, on um, that Ken Segura had written about him, and I thought it was very well done, and, and it was a really good article, and it just showed about the type of young man that James is. He's an incredible person. Um, I, he's he's a big teddy bear. He he's just a good good human being. Incredible heart. Um, I absolutely love him. He's loved throughout the entire Georgia Tech Athletic Association. Everyone that comes in contact with him just loves him. Um, I, I really believe he could run for mayor or governor one day just because he's got that ability. Um, and uh, he's just a phenomenal young man. And I've loved every second coaching him. Loved every second being around him. And uh, and I love his mother. His mother is so awesome. She is an, She's A+, plus, A+, plus, A+, plus, just an outstanding outstanding, outstanding human being. And then Shambari Phillips, just, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, he's just a great person, handled himself so well this year. Same thing, I love his mom as to, I love his mom just as, as much as, as anybody I've been around. She She's awesome as well, too. Both these guys have been raised by incredible um, uh, people. Their mothers are amazing mothers, and they should be so proud of their sons and, and the job they did of, of uh, have done of raising uh, two very, very fine young men. I had a blast talking with Shimbari earlier tonight for a segment on the Georgia Tech Basketball Report. You've seen the strides that DeVoe and Alvarado have made this season. Just remember, folks, they're having to go up against Shimbari Phillips in practice each and every day. So Shimbari has enhanced this team, even if it hasn't been in an on-court capacity. He has elevated the skill and uh, the, the offense of this team in ways that maybe uh, the fans at McCamish don't always get to see, but you do. Well, Shimbari's you know, been really good for us because he's been on the scout team for a lot of the time. and. Um, he's been really good for us, make, pushing those guys, getting those guys better. Um, he's a great athlete, and um, you know he's been just—he's been excellent, and uh, he's made those guys better. And I can't say enough about how he's handled himself, um, how he's how he's been a tremendous teammate, phenomenal young man. 
I've been very honored and blessed and happy to have been part of his life for these three years. And I know you and, and their teammates would love nothing more than to send them off with one last win, one last high-five line past their fellow students. And uh, McCamish Pavilion, the home finale, Wednesday, 9 p.m. We'll be on the air with our pregame show in case Norma from Dunwoody is en route back from Bible study. 8.30 p.m., the uh, airtime on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Of course, we'd always much rather hear you than you hear us because it means that you're at McCamish and we're having to shout above your din to bring you the action of Georgia Tech basketball. We'll take our final timeout. Do want to touch on the first meeting you had with the Panthers, what adjustments you might have to make to get the win in the rematch on Wednesday. We be much better than we were the first time we played them. Goodness gracious. Yeah, they were pretty good. They haven't won since, no, so they might be a little fragile. We'll see what you can do for them on Wednesday as we wrap up the G uh, this edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Lipman makes a difference. The Lipman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Lipman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Lipman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Lipman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Lipman.com. Lipman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799.
Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling as we wind down this week's edition of GT60. I'm Andy Demetra. He's Josh Pastor. One last home game remaining for Tech, 9 p.m. Wednesday when they welcome in Pitt, trying to avenge that 73-64 loss at the Peterson Event Center in early February. You led them early 12-4. They shifted to the zone. Uh, it was a game where you committed 22 turnovers. Why were turnovers such a hazard against Pitt's defense? Well, you know, our turnovers have been a hazard for us all year long. Uh, we haven't been uh, we haven't been good uh, with that, but um, it really affected us in the pit game. I mean, I said it to earlier when, when Anthony was talking about the best teams and about the guard play, and I've said, and you mentioned how many times I've said about it, it's a guards game. Guards in, in, in that game in pit, their guards are better than our guards in that game. Now, Jose was just 48 hours prior to the game, you know, or 72 hours prior to the game, just had his baby, hadn't slept. I didn't do a shoot-around, which I've never not done. I uh, always shoot around just to get the guys ready to go tape, ready to go. Just But, you know, based on Jose needed some extra rest, we just didn't have our toughness about us. Uh, you got to give Pitt credit. They got 13 offensive rebounds against us. They forced us into 22 turnovers. We just didn't play with the right intensity, energy, focus. And I really thought it was part of it was the way we've handled success. Because if I'm not mistaken – um, I think that was the game after Morehouse. Am I right on that? And um, and before that, we beat NC State on that Saturday, beat Morehouse, and then we were going to Pitt, if you remember. And um, we just, again, that's something that we have to be better about is being able to handle success. That was also a breakout game for their freshman, Justin Champagny, at Who's 30 really, points, 9 rebounds. And he's their leading scorer this year for him right now in conference play. And, and leads them overall in scoring and rebounding. 6-6, what makes him such a vexing matchup? Well, he's not a 3, he's not a 4, he's a tweener in between those spots, and he can do different things. Um, you know, I think, they're, 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 I think their guards are good. I mean, they're they're good. Their their guards are really good, and they get it was downhill. just all side ball screen. Try to side get downhill. Side ball screens and some. They really got downhill. We weren't great in our zone. Um, we didn't really follow our rules within our zone. We just did not play well. Now you got to give Pittsburgh credit for that. You got to give Coach Capel, his staff, and Pittsburgh their team credit because they're a good basketball team, and they've lost some tough games in the stretch. That's part of the deal in the ACC. You can be a good team. You can make a run and play a good game and still lose. I mean, they should have had NC State beat. They hung right there with Virginia. They they gave Florida State fits at Florida State. Um, so it's just one of those things. And then, obviously, 48 less than 40 hours later, we're playing on the road at Clemson where, um, you know, that's a big, big game. They're really good. Obviously, they're trying to hang their – I guess they have a chance maybe to get in at large if they get to the championship game of the ACC tournament. But they're going to have to try to, you know, they're going to sweep this week for that to happen. They have beaten Florida State at Little John, Louisville at Little John, Duke at Little John. So who knew Clemson, uh, which is uh, well, right around 500, they have the most ferocious home court advantage, it seems, in the ACC this year. Well, a lot's going to depend on what happens with, on, on how many teams. And that's something to think about about the NC2, about the, um, you know, when people right now are talking about there's only four teams are pretty much locked for the NC2A tournament from the ACC, this league should be having eight or nine every year minimum. I mean, we could be finishing fifth this year if we went out, and we would have to possibly win the conference tournament to get in. I mean, probably would have to do that if we were playing in it. My point is um, that should never happen in this league. This league's the best league in the country. If you, if you you should get an automatic exemption. If you're top nine in the ACC, you should automatically be in the NCAA tournament. That should just have a rule put in. But 
It's going to be a big week for us. We've got to end the right way, especially after the news today. The guys had a good practice. They're going to come out and compete. They're going to have great character, and we're going to be ready to play our tails off on Wednesday and Friday. And we look forward to seeing and hearing your passion in the Camus Pavilion for the home finale, 9 p.m. Wednesday versus Pittsburgh. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of GT60. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, he's head coach Josh Passer for our network engineer, Miller Pope, Dan Cords inside our network studios. Andy Demetrius saying so long, and thanks once again for joining us on this Monday night for GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.